0: we are recording. All right, welcome
1: to Dizzy for Dizzy.
0: Holy scale the <laughs> We've missed you guys. It's already been a month since our last recording. Um, yeah, crazy. I know. Well, it's the holidays, so I feel like time just is non I mean, I feel like time has been like non-existent the last couple years, but especially around the holidays, it just is what it is. Um, yeah, for sure. Anyways, but uh, welcome back, you guys. We are excited because we had a handful of you submit some really great love stories for us to share with you all today. Um, And for those of you who have not listened to our previous love story episode, um, we basically just asked you all to write in, um, whether it's your own love story, your parents, your grandparents, your best friends, neighbors, uncles, grandmas, um, and... Tell us how they fell in love because the one thing that brings us all together into DZ is that we all love love. It's why we're addicted to these shows in the first place. So, um, we thought it'd be fun to hear people's real life love stories, uh, since we are all bonding so much over the fictional ones, um, with the likes of Ed Sare and, uh, John M and, um soon to be uh celine and i don't forget his me. name for Khan's character <laughs> we're gonna cover this show and we don't even demir i think is his name sure um whatever you say <laughs> <laughs> we'll know i promise when we actually release the harry already sent episode we'll oh please more than yes this, of course but... we will <laughs> <laughs>
1: They're not here. Listen, they who who cares? Who cares? When it's, when season three has begun, we will know. Don't don't worry guys. We're okay. professionals here.
0: We're clearly <laughs> very professional. Um so anyhow, so that's what we're doing today. So it's a mini sode, uh just something that we wanted to do to have something in this great in between, uh between season two and season three. So um yes. I I don't think we really have any housekeeping or anything, so Okay, I think we can just start reading these stories.
1: Sweet. All right. Uh, do you want to start? Do you want to start with oh, Vivian's?
0: <gasps> yeah. Okay,
1: I that's a good idea. That way. Yeah.
0: Yes. Thank you all to everybody who submitted. Um, yeah. We're really excited to read these, and we haven't read any of these ones that we're about to read. So we right. we've skimmed them. We skimmed a few just to make sure things were all uh, above board, but. Um, mm-hmm. We didn't like to make sure we didn't get any spam or anything like that, but uh, we haven't read any of these stories yet. So this first one comes from uh, Vivian, who is from our Facebook group, and we just love and adore and appreciate her so much. She's been such a support and an encouragement the last uh, few years um, since we started the podcast. She's been around pretty close to the beginning, I think. So She really has, yeah. Yeah. So she wrote in and uh, wanted to tell us how her parents fell in love. So Vivian says in 1948, my father, a lieutenant colonel in the Indian army medical service had begun the heartbreaking task of assisting English families in evacuating the Northern part of India. The war of partition between the areas of East and West Pakistan and India was creating dangerous conditions for British women living in the high Himalayan Hills outside of Simla. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Uh, My mother was alone with her two sons, ages one and three her dogs, and a few loyal servants when she saw an army jeep approaching, driven by a dashing young officer. He explained the necessity of immediate evacuation and helped her to pack two bags and close up her home and say farewell to her servants. He bundled her and the boys into the jeep and began the journey that would eventually lead them both home to England. He made arrangements for my mother to fly to London and they met again, whether by accident or design, I don't know. My mother's first husband, also an English officer in the Indian Army, had not, had not been located and my mother was worried and without resources. My father offered his hotel room and helped in whatever way he could. My mother didn't know if she had been abandoned or if her husband was dead. Her own parents were still in India where her father was an editor of the Overseas Statesman newspaper. She was 23 and very beautiful. She got a job working in British intelligence, wow, and was struggling to start a new life as a single mother. The handsome young doctor met her frequently, and he spent his spare time trying to make her happy. Together, they forged a friendship and fell in love. They planned their marriage and their future. The boys loved his energy, and my mother loved the safety of his arms and his wicked sense of humor. He was decorated many times over and received his medals from King George with my mother as his witness. She was proud of him, and he was dazzled by her courage and her beauty, and together they were a brilliant couple. Six months later, the boy's father arrived in London and divorced my mother on grounds of adultery. In 1948, this meant that her two sons were taken from her. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. She was heartbroken and married my father in London on Christmas Eve, 1948. Their wedding portrait shows her in a dark brown suit beside my father in his uniform neither of them are smiling on new year's day 1949 they set sail for montreal where my father was to begin a new career in the in the royal canadian air force i was born seven months later in montreal their marriage lasted until his death in 1978 at the young age of 63 i was their first born child and cherished very dearly my two younger sisters were born in the next three years we did not meet our brothers until i was 16. wow My parents hid their sadness from us and raised us as little Canadians, proud of our country. All of us have done well in our chosen careers. Wow. Now, almost 50 years later, I bridge the ocean between my older brothers in the UK and my younger sisters here in Canada. I am friends with my brother, Tony, only just two years older than me. We are amazingly alike. We love to sing and laugh. Physically, we both resemble our mother. He never knew that my father helped put him through university in England, and he became a doctor just like my dad. Wow my, my mother and father loved each other fiercely and left their families in England who disapproved of them. My father took my mother to a new land to build a new life where no one knew she had lost her children. He helped her recover from a serious illness and depression, and he gave her three more babies who she adored. Before my mother died, she began a book telling me telling the story of her life in India and her evacuation. Her manuscript remains copyrighted but unpublished. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she signs it Vivian, member of the mini Canadian branch of the Dizzy Easy Facebook group. <laughs> <laughs> I just adore. Her. Wow, that is That's an intense story. I remember her
1: mentioning their story kind of alluding to the fact that it had been so such a tumultuous wild ride. like mm-hmm. yes, but um that is that is quite the story. Wow. Yeah.
0: I mean, amazing. I'm Oh, like imagine not knowing, like Eric just not coming home and you're like, did he abandon me or did something happen to him?
1: Well, well, and how many times did that actually happen in wars and in situations like that? It probably happened a lot, Yeah, a lot, and to be gone for six months (laughs) and you heard nothing, you don't know anything. There's no internet. There are no. I would say, yeah. There's There's absolutely get into
0: contact with people. No forms of communication like we have today to kind of like track and figure that stuff out. Wow. Right. Well, thank you, Vivian, for sharing that. What What a beautiful story. Kind of like a beauty from the ashes situation. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. This one is from Stephanie. Another old school og Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's been a supporter (laughs) since like before day one (laughs) yeah yeah she has okay so she says um my this is the story of her grandparents actually she said my grandparents met during world war ii the night they met they were actually on dates with other people but my grandpa knew that she my grandmother was the one he asked her out the next day they knew each other six days when he proposed. Holy crap. They, they were married 17 days
0: later, 23
1: days after they met. Wow. This
0: is like not even a 90-day fiancé situation.
1: Whoa. Wow. My grandpa always said the secret to a good marriage was a long courtship. Wink, wink. (laughs) They had two daughters, seven grandchildren, 11 great-grandchildren, and one great-great-grandchild so far. My grandma passed away at age 92, at which time they had been married 70 years. Wow, 70 years. My grandpa lived another three years until he passed at age 98. He never stopped missing his sweetheart. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That is...
0: 70 years. My pretty. grandparents were like... I want to say like 66 years when my grandma died, married. But wow, 70 yeah. years. Like 70 literally, years. basically your entire life. Yeah. You know
1: what's funny? Okay, so at church the other day, we mm-hmm. were talking to this older couple. Um, She's actually our real estate agent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we were... We were chatting with her and her husband, and she goes, yeah, you know, it's crazy. We just realized recently – because they had just had their anniversary, mm-hmm. and um, it was 30, 30 years, I want to say, and she goes, yeah, we just realized we've spent more time together than – together, married, living together mm-hmm. than we spent single, like growing up and, and alone by ourselves. Wow. I was like, that is a – It's kind of a mind-blowing concept to think of it that way. That one day we will hit a point where Mm -hmm.
0: you've been married longer than you were single. (laughs) Right. Like this person's (laughs) been in your life longer than they have not been in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Crazy. Anyway. Uh,
0: This one, this next one is from uh, Celestial Yildiz on Twitter. And oh, we have another grandparent story. I'm liking this theme here. This says this story is about my grandma and her first husband, although it does not have a happy ending. It's something that I think is worth sharing. Um, and yeah, you're right. Not all love stories have a happy ending, but they're still a mm-hmm. love story. Yeah. She says, my grandma, Anna, was born in Ukraine, but at that time it was the 50s. It was a part of the Soviet Union. When she was 20, she decided that she didn't want to live in her small village in the middle of nowhere and moved to Czechoslovakia against her family's wish- wishes. The place where I live and where she'd moved to isn't anything special. Personally, I can't wait to move somewhere else, but back then, you really only had the choice to move to another Eastern Bloc country, and it's only about a 1.5-hour drive to Prague, and it only takes about 30 minutes to get to East Germany. Besides that, people here love to employ Ukrainians because they're cheap work, they they have terrible working conditions, and often get scammed. Oh, that's really sad. Um... Grandma Anna was one of those people who had gotten an underpaid job here. She started working as a washerwoman. Things were hard for her. She was all alone in a different country, and then there was also the language barrier. Ukrainian and Czech are both Slavic languages, and there are similarities, but also plenty of differences. Anna didn't have any friends because she spoke a different language, and she was the only Ukrainian in the wash house. One time in the summer, the wash house had an order to clean sheets and clothes from... Sheets and cloths from a hospital. When the van with the fabric arrived, she was just sitting on the stairs during her lunch break. The man delivering the sheets got out of the driver's seat and it was love at first sight for both of them. He asked her to call someone to pick up the fabric. She didn't understand. They used hands and legs to communicate and somehow got the job done. He introduced himself as Victor, and they exchanged numbers. She'd given him the phone number of the community house she was staying at with other foreign workers, and she spent every night waiting by the phone. Oh, When the phone finally rang, the scenario repeated itself. They barely understood each other. Thankfully, (laughs) they managed to set up a meeting. This is adorable. Since then, Victor had been teaching her Czech. My grandma was a great student. She didn't even have a foreign accent. She spoke as if she were born here. All thanks to Victor. After a few weeks, their love turned from platonic to real. They got married and had three children, my two uncles and my aunt. But sadly, not not everything has a happy ending. I've never actually learned what happened, but they had a falling out. They got divorced. Grandma met my granddad and they had my mom. Victor died in a burning building and people say he was <gasps> screaming out Anna as oh he was gosh. dying. Oh my gosh. That's straight out of a DZ. It oh really my gosh, is that's heartbreaking. Oh.
1: Oh mm. my gosh.
0: That's really sad, but you're but you were absolutely right. It was it's very much worth telling. Thank you for sharing that celestial yield is.
1: Oh my gosh. Wow.
0: That's mm. crazy. I know.
1: Okay. This one is from um, running the the handle is running from 2020. <laughs>
0: Aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs>
1: So the funny thing is, uh, they say this is way too long to share on the podcast, but here we are. (laughs) (laughs) But I loved hearing everyone else's story, so here's mine. Hmm. I grew up in North Ireland during the Troubles. For my entire childhood and teens, there was violence and conflict based around religious and cultural differences between Catholics and Protestants. Our entire society was and is still segregated around religion. Only Catholics lived in my neighborhood. Only Catholics went to my school. All my friends and family were Catholic. Bombing and shootings were a daily occurrence, and people were murdered simply for being the wrong religion. Mm. My parents had raised me to question the narrative that we were being fed, but I just had no opportunity to have friends from the other culture. Just as I was about to start university, the Good Friday Agreement that would form, on the, basis, form the basis of our peace process came into being. The paramilitary groups who had been bombing and shooting for my entire life agreed to give up their weapons. There was so much hope and optimism that things would finally get better and that we would finally have peace. There was no segregation at my uni so for the first time I was going to be mixing with people from the quote other side and I was so excited. I loved getting to know the other people in my course, however old habits die hard. And although people were really friendly, there was a certain amount of trying to suss out which side of the community you belonged to. Mm -hmm. Because of the segregation, it was really easy to identify someone's religion by asking which school someone went to. My school name could not have been any more Catholic sounding, she says. Mm -hmm. (laughs) As I was telling someone the name of my school, I became aware of another guy across the room giving me the filthiest, dirtiest look. Clearly because of my religion. I was really shocked because everyone else had been so accepting and I was incredibly hurt and offended. From that day on, I decided that guy didn't exist for me and I totally blanked him. I got on really well with all the other Protestants in the class. We sat together in lectures, we socialized together, we partied together, but I did not ever speak to him. I was friends with all his friends, but I decided would not waste my time or energy trying to get to know someone who was so narrow-minded and bitter. The impasse continued for about 18 months, and then I started to get occasional text messages from an unknown number. The gist of the messages that the sender was, was that the sender was really into me, but that I didn't know he existed, and when would I ever notice him? (laughs) I had no idea who the messages were from, but if you'd given me a thousand guesses, I would never have guessed him. (laughs) I've realized that I still don't know how he got my number.
0: (laughs) What? Oh my
1: gosh. (laughs) The stalemate was finally broken when in our final year of our degree, we got selected to be in the same group for a project and were forced to work together. After spending two years completely avoiding each other, when we finally did start to talk, we immediately hit it off and got along like a house on fire. <laughs> the project started in September, and by December, we were a couple. It was obvious to both of us that from the get-go, from the get-go, that we were both all in, and this was going to be it for both of us. Wow. However, we faced a lot of opposition from family and friends hmm. in our country. People had been murdered. Oh, sorry, I lost my my uh, my spot. It's okay oh my gosh here we go in our country people had been murdered for being in a mixed quote mixed marriage and having a partner from the other tradition family were understandably concerned and also worried about whether we would turn our back on our own faith and traditions what religion our future children would be was another big bone of contention there was no way of resolving these issues without offending someone However, we were determined to be together and we preserved even though, I'm sorry, we persevered even though it took many years to get it into, to get it, excuse me, good grief. There was no way of resolving these issues without offending someone. However, we were determined to be together and we persevered even though it took many years to get our immediate family on board. Hmm. Next month will mark 20 years since we got together, and we have just celebrated our 10th wedding anniversary. Wow. Our peace process has prevailed, and we are blessed to be raising our own children in a much better Northern Ireland than the one we grew up in. Can't wait to hear all the other stories. I'm so glad you're back. Wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow.
0: That is... A real wow. enemies to lovers. Yes, like a real enemies <laughs> to lovers, forbidden forbidden romance yeah wow that is yeah that's a really great story thank you so much for sharing that
1: and definitely not too long like that that was worth
0: that was so worth it that was absolutely (laughs) worth it it was not too long at all um okay this one is uh also from stephanie this one is her parents story uh she says My parents are the epitome of true love. They didn't necessarily have a meet cute beginning or anything rom-com worthy, but for 51 years and counting, they have shown us what real love is. Growing up, they were always united, always a team, always partners, and always putting their family first. For the last 25 years, my dad has been fighting Parkinson's disease. The first few years weren't as bad, but for more than a decade now, my mom has been a wife and a full-time caregiver. Without the funds to pay for an in-home nurse, my mom spends her days and nights caring for my dad 24-7. These are not the golden, quote, empty nest years that they had hoped for, but they are the best example of love that I have ever seen. Wow. Caretaking is honestly like the (sighs) ultimate form of love, whether it's for a spouse, your parent. Cis- mm-hmm. sibling like it takes so much sacrifice and um yeah just like uh i don't i can't even think of the word i'm looking for but that wow stuff major major uh hugs and all of our love to your mom because that's um that's sacrificial yeah. love actually being lived out hmm
1: yeah Okay, this one is from Cassandra, and this is another grandparent story. Hmm. So she said, "I've always loved the story of my grandparents. They met when my grandmother from Maryland was visiting family in Mississippi. The first time she saw my grandfather, he was riding a horse. Oh, I just got very Giselle oh vibes my gosh.
0: here. <laughs> 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 and now, are you picturing, picturing Kevonch as her as her yeah, grandfather? Absolutely,
1: <laughs> absolutely." In my, in my world, that's, that's what he looks like. And her her grandmother, she would say he looked so handsome and tall on the horse. (laughs) He
0: would,
1: he would ride by her house as fast as he could and rear the horse up on its hind legs to show off. Oh my gosh. (laughs) This is so cute. (laughs) My grandmother thought he was like the movie star Roy Rogers. Oh my gosh. Oh, I freaking love it. This is precious. (laughs) The time came that my grandmother had to go back to Maryland and they exchanged letters for months. Oh, my gosh. These old, like, (sighs) the old bygone days of letter writing and actually talking on the phone to people, Mm -hmm. too. Oh, my gosh. I love this. I freaking love this That's why we're suckers for epistolary romances, (sighs) I think, because they're just not such a thing anymore. And, like, the anticipation... Of getting a letter mm-hmm, and knowing mm-hmm. something was in the mail for you. I can't even imagine how much more exciting that would have been if it were a guy I was really interested uh-huh. in and I was just like, oh, I can't wait to get my next letter back from him. Like, can you imagine?
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. This is
1: Okay, this anyway.
0: Is great.
1: Sorry. That's okay. Um, so they exchanged letters for months. Then my grandfather, who was enrolled at the local college, began to get heartsick.
0: Oh, my God! An old
1: college roommate once said that he could hear my grandfather crying <gasps> in their shared dorm room at night. Oh. oh. Finally, when my grandfather couldn't take it anymore, he sold his best heifer for money and purchased a train ticket to Maryland. They were married shortly after. Oh, like he's like what i'm to a... go get
0: my woman i mean he's like a he's like a he's a cinnamon roll like he oh was heart sick and sold oh one of his gosh. cows oh i freaking love
1: this so much
0: any authors listening they lived... write this book
1: <laughs> <laughs> they lived in louisiana before finally settling in mississippi where they built a life raising cattle and small farming ventures mm-hmm. they were married for over 50 years my grandfather always said of all the cattle he's ever sold in his life, the heifer he sold for a train ticket made him the richest. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, Stick a fork in me. It. This is the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. Wow. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh.
0: Cassandra, that is chef's kiss perfection. That was beautiful. That was a beautiful story. Beautiful. <laughs> All right. Our next one is from Natalie, and she says, "I call it love at first height. <laughs> I am a tall woman at five ten or one point seven seven something meters. <laughs> I tend to tower over not just other women but lots of men. This complicated this complicated dating immensely and had me putting heels away in favor of flats for years. Most men had no desire to date someone the same height or taller than themselves." which is really really lame. But oh yeah. Yeah. What
1: what would have happened with Tom Holland and Zendaya if he had thought that he <laughs> wouldn't want to date a girl taller than him? I mean <laughs> I just was at a wedding on Sunday where the girl, I mean, maybe yeah, no, she's taller
0: than him. She's taller she? than him. I'm thinking yeah. like who else? Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban. I'm pretty sure she's taller than him. Um yeah, I mean, who cares yeah. if they're a good guy and yeah.
1: you love them?
0: Yeah, who cares where your height is? But, I yeah. mean, whether or not it's a really dumb thing to take into consideration, the fact is is that people do. So, Yes. Um, right. So, Natalie says, uh, My junior year of college, I had become exhausted with dating and planned to just enjoy the year with my friends and focus on school. Isn't that how it always goes? Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. One evening, we'd scheduled a meetup with several apartments of people for a church function. We had said we would host. In walked my future husband with his roommates, and he had to duck to make sure not to bump his head. (laughs) (laughs) Natalie faints. (laughs) (laughs) Swoons. Uh, And he had to duck to make sure he didn't bump his head. I turned to my roommates and I said, he's mine. Don't you dare. Bright blue eyes, dark hair, and dimples. I was a goner. Oh, what a combo. Blue (laughs) eyes and dark hair Mm -hmm. and dimples. Uh, The rest is history. Turns out this giant of a man is also smart, funny, hardworking, and kind. What started with Mm -hmm. a totally superficial requirement on my part has turned into a beautifully chaotic marriage of 20 years with two giant boys of our own. I love that, Natalie. That is so good. That is awesome. (laughs)
1: oh man okay this one is from katie books to katie on yay all platforms (laughs) okay um she says i'd been in an unfulfilling relationship for some time almost five years i decided one year i wanted to leave my job and my relationship and move to colorado where my mom and sister had already relocated Hmm. A former coworker of mine recommended recommended a company to reach out to because it was, according to him, the best place he'd ever worked. So that's exactly what I did. They wanted to meet and interview me when I got to Colorado. So after the about two weeks here, I went and got an offer and started working less than a month after I got to Colorado. March 1st, 2016. I love that she knows the exact date. Me too. Oh man, Katie. I met the man who would become my husband and I met his mother the same day too. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, according to him, I was checking him out all day. <laughs> <laughs> I maintained that I was just assessing my new coworkers, all men, but he stands by it. He even put it in his vows. Oh my gosh, That's so cute. I absolutely developed a crush and after a few months we had lunch together one day when he had had a tough day I found out he was taking his younger sister to her homeschool prom that night I was a goner fast forward a few weeks and one late night hanging one late night hang with him and his friends later I went to meet him to pick up something I'd loaned him we ended up having our first date that we didn't know was a date. Oh, that's the we best. We got pizza, and I ordered a beer, and he didn't. It was that moment when I realized how much younger he was than me—ten years, y'all.
0: Hey, we love—we <laughs> here at Disney for Disney love an age gap romance. So,
1: yep. Uh. And saw a movie. I gave him a lingering hug, and we parted ways. <laughs> he. Just thought I wanted to be a friend. I did, but hello, she said. (laughs) (laughs) We had one more get-together after that, where I came over to his apartment and brought pizza and beer for him and his roommates. We had our first kiss, and while, yes, I stayed the night, he was a perfectly respectable guy and absolutely did not push for anything more. Yeah, I was definitely gone for him. He left for a week vacation with his family, where we talked every day. Hmm. As soon as he came back, we made it official. A few weeks later, he told me he loved me, and I never looked back. Oh, Katie. We both fell fast and hard. The following year, he went to school for an associate's degree, and as soon as he was done, he turned 21. She says, LOL. (laughs) (laughs) and promptly proposed we've been married for three years and just bought our first house i'm more in love every day she says even though he does drive me up the wall sometimes (laughs) with a winky face
0: it's hey it's like in the it's in the marriage bylaws like Yeah.
1: Yeah. You've got to drive each other nuts You have to drive each other at least a little bit crazy. (laughs) I love... I mean, she's
0: like... She's told us like her... You know, she's kind of given us an overview Mm -hmm. of her love story before. But I I loved reading it. I love hearing the details. Yeah. (laughs) Me too. Uh, Let's see who we have next. Oh, we have Courtney next. And she says, This love story was set into motion before I was even born. 33 years ago when my dad... Uh, when my dad meets a man who would become his best friend. They get married, not to each other, <laughs> uh, but to two beautiful women. They each have three kids who would play together at each other's houses and on beach trips and family vacations. Although as time goes by, they lose touch and don't meet as often. Thus, the kids don't spend much as much time together all through their teenage years. The best friend and my dad reconnect and he starts working in our family business. This is when the eldest daughter and the eldest son of both families also reconnect. Oh my gosh, this is like childhood friends to lovers, second yes. chance romance. <laughs> like how we're assigning tropes to all these. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, they chat periodically through the years, but purely as platonic friends. It was always easy to talk to each other. They sought advice and comfort from one another. And even though there was always a subtle attraction between the two, they never acted on it because they always thought of each other as a constant and good friend hey that's that's a legit thing wanting to preserve that lifelong friendships like that are rare so i understand wanting to protect that yeah at one point even the dads tried to set it up but they always maintained the quote brother sister dynamic they even go on to date other people but it never worked out it wasn't until two years ago that their families started relentlessly teasing them about each other and they really took notice. The question of what if played through their minds. This is also when they find out that his mom and her aunt were praying for them to be together. If you haven't guessed by now. (laughs) Yes, I'm the eldest daughter, and the name of the eldest son is Carl. This is how our love story really begins. My cousins wanted to go out to the movies, and I suggested that we invite Carl and his siblings along. At this point, he was dragging his feet a little which is why I had to make this first move. After the movie, we were thankfully left alone to spend real time together. Uh, we talked for more than two hours and haven't stopped since. It was like a switch went off inside us that night, and what if turned into definitely yes. One month later, I became his girlfriend. One year later, I became his fiance uh may 14th 2022 i will become his wife oh congratulations yes congratulations oh my gosh uh he's my best friend and biggest supporter it was the easiest thing for me to fall in love with him he was so patient and understanding and built me up like no one else has and ever will he makes me feel beautiful and special uh even when i feel the worst my heart just overflows with love for him every moment of our lives and that of our parents has me believing that we are very much meant to be I'm forever blessed and grateful that God chose him to be my life partner what's truly amazing about our love story is how the one we were waiting for our whole lives was already in our life the whole time Courtney I love that so 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 much that is oh I love that
1: I love that there are a million different ways that people can meet
0: Mm mm-hmm Yep, and or two stories are the same. Yeah, yeah. It's just well,
1: amazing.
0: Yeah, well, it's just like um, um, it's just like something Aisha had tweeted a long time ago. But basically, like you know, she said like when yeah, there are so many similarities in so many stories. But when you look at the details of anyone's, no two are exactly alike. I'm Mm -hmm. paraphrasing. That's not exactly what it was, but it's so true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. This next one is from uh, Dizzy Kizzy Wizzy on <laughs> Twitter and uh, on Insta. She's at Mrs. Mo- Moji, I think is how that would be. Emoji Y. She says, we were two strangers living on different coasts of the USA. He met a girl in LA and moved to New York for, for her work ambitions. While he was in New York, he had a family dinner in which his cousin said... My friend's sister is perfect for you. He rolled his eyes and said, How dare you? I'm here with my girlfriend. I mean, that is pretty bold. (laughs) Each year, they would have dinner once a year for the holidays, and his cousin would say, But I have a girl for you. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) This cousin. Oh, my gosh. Fast forward two years, and he finds out his girlfriend was cheating. (gasps) Oh, no. And he moved across the country for her. He did. He goes to the dinner and he finally puts out his hand and takes my (laughs) number. (laughs) It turns out that I had also just broken up with someone and was looking for someone completely different. Hmm. He called. We spoke for hours on the phone. As if it were the 80s. (laughs) He didn't believe in texting. He was for sure something different. When we met, that was it. His cousin was right. We're married with two kids, and she says "kismet."
0: <laughs> okay, props to your cousin. For, Honestly, <laughs> like that is some serious for seeing like, it,
1: and he he must have just been like, "the these people have no idea
0: how mm-hmm. made for each other they are." Yeah, and I think you're right. Well, with you know what's funny is, your sister was kind of that way for my sister in law, and Scott, because she had like oh, wanted yeah. Your sister had wanted to set up my my husband's sister and her now husband for a while. And mm-hmm. either Amy just wasn't into the idea of dating someone or she was dating someone else. And um, and then eventually after a, a breakup, your sister asked her one more time, like, okay, I'm just going to offer one more time. Mm-hmm. Like, Ashley's sister was a hairdresser and she did both of their hair. So she, um, I think so she had even... Both of them. Well, and I think at one point, she, I could be wrong about this, but I don't think I am. I think she had even like set up some of their appointments like back to back, so they'd like see each other in Sarah. passing, like, uh-huh. <laughs> and that way she could be like, "That's
1: him, Amy." Like, see, which is like, so funny because Sarah's not like the meddling type. No, like, that's not at not all. How she is at all? So, that, so she must have really been like, she
0: listened. just must have seen something. <laughs> yep. And I mean, they've been married now for seven years, so. Anyways. That's so funny. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Who is next? All right. Um, this is from Hafsa, and she says, This isn't my love story. It's my parents, and it's quite short. They met whilst my dad had come to stay with a friend of his, uh, which was my mom's roommate. My mom had no idea for some reason that he was coming. They randomly met when my mom woke up to see a random guy in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a love at first sight situation. My mom looked at my, uh, took my dad around Rome, and they saw all the sites together. By the end of the two weeks, wow. my dad proposed, and they still live happily ever after. Love your podcast, guys. Keep going.
1: Oh my gosh, amazing! That's insta love.
0: Two... Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, two insta loves right there. That's there awesome. was
1: a there was a guy I I met a long time ago too, and his parents they they got married two weeks after they met. And they were still together.
0: Wow, dang! Yeah. I mean, my—I don't remember how how long it took, and I think I touched on this the first time we did a love stories episode. But like, mm-hmm. my grandpa saw my grandma across the room at like a like a bar dance kind of place. I don't know what it would have been mm-hmm. called back then. Um,
1: and oh, I, down. yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Um, it, back in Ohio. I'm pretty sure it was Ohio. Um, and. Basically told his friend, like, I bet you 10 bucks I'm going to marry that woman. And, of Dude. course, when my grandpa tells it, he's like, well, I can't lose a bet. You know me. I can't you lose guys, 10 bucks. You but- guys, let me tell you. Kristen's grandpa
1: was, like, the greatest grandpa. He was. <laughs> he was. He was. This guy. He was hilarious and so sweet. Oh, my gosh. He was and a
0: flirt. Best. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'd be like, Grandpa, reel it in. <laughs> oh man such a flirt he used to always i just told i just told you this the other day ashley but he every time i would um come over because the last few years of his life he lived with my parents after my grandma had passed Mm -hmm. away and so every time i'd come over to my mom's if i was wearing which most of my jeans are like this they're like you know boyfriend cut shredded you know ripped whole kind of a thing but you know we buy them that way but he just could never understand that and so every time he'd see me in them he'd be like hey kid do you need help buying some new pants? Here's 20 bucks. Why don't you go buy a new pair of jeans <laughs> on me? I need to hand me $20 to go get new pants. And it, it just, it made me laugh. But anyways, so yeah, he, he was the dang cutest.
1: <laughs> okay, this I believe is our last one. Yes, I think you're right. So this is from Sassy Pants 25. <laughs> And she says, we met in college and he was in a play with me and I thought he was a bit of a jackass.
0: Ooh, <laughs> he was, grumpy and sunshine I, trope. I know.
1: <laughs> He's six years older than me and I had just broken up with my boyfriend and he was giving me unsolicited advice about dealing with my horrible breakup while he was with a girl 10 years younger than him. <laughs> I just hated him and
0: he <laughs> thought I was a bee. <laughs> and it means to love her <laughs> grumpy sunshine or maybe not maybe maybe she's not sunshine
1: <laughs> oh i love this a couple months later we were cast in another show together and we were constantly being dismissed from rehearsal at the same time after a little while he asked me if i wanted to just grab food and it was all really casual hmm. i did think he was not so terrible Funny, interesting, and then he asked to drive me home after dinners. Mm -hmm. I declined a few times, and then one night he didn't get in his car, but asked me to allow him to drop me off. Him. Sarah, I know it's not far, and you're capable of walking home alone. God help anyone who tries to mess with you, (laughs) but for me, please, will you get in the car? Allow me some nerves, allow my nerves some peace. You never even text me, so I know you're okay, and I feel like a dick. Oh. Please. Please, no joke. <laughs> so I accepted the ride. I texted him each night after that that I made it home safe, whether I was released at the same time or not. If we left at the same time, we had dinner, and he drove me home. That's it. Hmm. A week before we opened, we had a tech rehearsal and I saw him looking at me, pulling up my stockings in the mirror, and he had a weird look
0: on his face. <laughs> oh, this is I love, I love oh, that. I can like picturing this moment in an in a romance novel right now. And his and his jaws all clenched tightly. <laughs> And, like, he's trying she to figure out a beat, single bead of sweat uh-huh. <laughs> down the side of his face. Meanwhile, he's trying to figure out what this weird feeling is in his chest, and he thinks he <laughs> needs to just down some tums because it must be heartburn or indigestion. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jesus,
1: I remember blushing and feeling strange that he'd been looking at me like that <laughs> that night. That night, he came over to watch a movie and have pizza. He was really quiet. When it was over, he turned the TV off and just turned and looked at me with a serious look on his face. I asked if he was okay, and he took a long time to answer. He said, I'm trying to decide what to do. You've been really hurt, and I won't let you feel that way again, but I don't know if you're ready. I really like you. You have no idea, do you? Oh, my uh Uh-huh. I know. I know. I nod no with an astonished look. (gasps) I really like you, Sarah. He didn't deserve you, and I hope you know that. Anyway, I just had to tell you the truth. You deserve that even if you don't feel the same, and I just really want to kiss you.
0: Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I love this so much. I want this book. She says, we kissed a lot. it wasn't always
1: easy and far from perfect but we got married a decade later Mm. april 18 2020 yes our wedding was canceled due to covid but i married him in an antique bookshop oh my gosh (gasps) with a justice of the peace with zoom and facebook live broadcasting to our friends and family he's my greatest love story
0: i just got goosebumps (laughs) oh my gosh Oh my gosh, I'm so glad we ended with that one. What a like really great send off. (laughs) Okay, first of all, Sarah, if you enjoy reading romance, I think you should read a book called Act Like It by Lucy Parker, I believe. Mm. It's about this one. Okay, doesn't that sound like it would kind of fit their story? Okay yes so you should read that book if you haven't already i think you'll relate to it um very similar vibes uh uh-huh very similar vibes so i was because when i was like oh i want to read this book i was like i think i actually kind of have read this book so (laughs) um (laughs) anyhow so there you go well oh my my gosh gosh, thank you guys so so much for submitting your love stories or your grandparents Mm -hmm. or your parents uh, we love reading these. Uh, if you want to hear mine and Ashley's love stories, we uh, mm-hmm. share those in our first love stories episode, which you can find. Um, we actually released that episode twice. So you can find it in season one of our podcast, or you can find it find it in season two as a re-release. They're just called Your Love Stories. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, and there's a whole other set of stories you can listen to um, there, and we both tell ours. So um, I yeah. think we still have this link open. So I mean, hey, if you guys want to still keep sending them in, if we get enough to do like another mini episode at some point, then we'll read love stories again to you guys. So anyone who wanted to submit but maybe didn't get to in time, um, or, you know, you think of one or you want to share, you know, somebody else's that you know with their permission, we Mm -hmm. assume, um, then go ahead and... uh, and just use that link, and just keep adding to it. And as we get more, uh, we'll plan to do another episode in the future and share them. So, yeah, um, yeah. So, so other thank than you that, everybody yeah, who thank, thank you did guys. Submit. Thank we you so appreciate much. It. We love um, hearing these. Yes, they're just, oh, they're the. Yeah, they just leave you feeling so like, I don't know what the right word is, mm-hmm. but it's a good feeling. And if
1: you haven't experienced your own love story yet, don't lose hope. Mm-mm. I think that yeah, I think happiness can be had for everybody
0: personally. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So anyhow, you guys, thank you again so much. Um, we are working on, we'll work on doing a Q and a soon. We're not sure exactly when we'll drop that, but, um, I'm going to try to get this episode edited and uploaded for you guys today. So hopefully you're hearing it the same day that we, um, recorded it so anyways Sweet. other than that we will definitely be back soon we'll for sure be back january 10th with our new season covering harrier Day sen so uh until next time goodish news. host to call